Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Chat Before Combat, with your host, Alize. Whew, it's always such a mouthful to say all that. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about Friday the 13th, where that um, slogan or whatnot comes from, and the uh, history behind both the Knights Templar and the Order of the Assassins. Um, if you play Assassin's Creed like I used to, <laughs> I stopped on um, my last game was Odyssey. I want to get, uh, what was the other one? The Viking one, Valhalla, but I was like too much Masonic programming, especially in the logo. Um, it looks like Assassin, the Assassin's Order and the Knights Templar kind of fused together and what makes Assassin's Creed. But anyways, we are going to discuss the Knights Templar and why they shut down and the, uh, history as to why they, um, began. So let's read and I'm going to give you more um history for today like I'm going to give you past history and present history so the Knights Templar was originally named the poor fellow soldiers of Christ and the Temple of Solomon now if you know anything about masonry and Freemasonry you know that uh, the Temple of Solomon and King Solomon was very influential to the Masons um, they felt like King Solomon was the first Freemason, if you will. Um, this was also known as the, I'm reading off of Wikipedia. You could also follow along and read with me. I'm just going to give you an overview of what I know and things, um, that plug into these things. Also known as the Order of Solomon's Temple or the Knights Templar or simply the Templars. This group was a Catholic military order, one of the most, one of the most wealthy and popular Western Christian military orders in history. They were founded in 19, excuse me, 1119. Um, and its headquarters was on uh, the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. And it has existed for nearly two centuries uh, during the Middle Ages. So it lasted from about 1119 to, I, I believe, uh, Prince, excuse me, King, uh, King Philip, of France um, declared death to Jacques de Molay in 1309 or 1307. Um, and we'll get to that later, but right, they did they did reign for over 200 years. Oh, uh, 1312 is when it um, formally broke down. Um, but again, they served the Pope and they, they really made this to serve in the Crusades. Um, the Crusades were a basically war over Holy Land versus the Muslim, I believe Jewish and Christian people. It was, um, it started in 1153 with the siege of Ascalon, don't let me lie. Um, and it ended in 1302 with the fall of Rod. <laughs> I can't pronounce these things, but y'all could look it up. I'm not lying to y'all. Um, they also had a siege of Jerusalem and this was just like a lot of Holy Land around the, um, the times. The first Grand Master of the Knights Templar was Hugues de Payens. I cannot talk. These are French names. Forgive me. <laughs> and the last Grand Master was Jacques de Molay. And like I um like I said before, Jacques de Molay was very influential in Freemasonry. Um is very influential in Freemasonry today. Okay, so um that's the history. The Knights Templar was essentially an order to help the Vatican and the Pope. Uh, 
the reason the um, war started in the first place is because the Franks, which are the Franks are a black French people. Okay, uh, the Franks were the first black French people there. Um, because you have to remember before the white Renaissance, white people came into Europe, there was black people there. Hence the black plague killed most of the black nobility in Europe. But anyways, um, after the Franks in the first crusade captured Jerusalem from the Famid, whatever, in 1099 AD, many Christians were made, uh, many Christians made pilgrimages to the sacred sites in the Holy Land. Although the city of Jerusalem was relatively secure under Christian control, the the rest of the outer mirror was not. Uh, basically, um, it was fighting over control of the land, like I said before. There was a lot of pillaging and a lot of looting, so they wanted to secure that, and hence the Knights Templar. Now, we're going to, I I would love to get into the rise, but I am not for the Knights Templar, so I'm going to quickly get into their decline. Um, the Knights Templars, to put a long story short, the Knights Templars were um, accused of doing some heinous things, okay? Um, and I'm going to read that in the next wiki thing. Here. It says, arrest, charges, and dissolution. In 1305, so I, I was a little wrong, 1309, 1307, the new pope, uh, the new pope Clement V, uh, Clement V, sorry, based in Agron, Agvion, France, sent letters to both Grandmaster Jacques de Molay and Hospitaller Grandmaster Frank du Frank du Vellert. Can't speak. Um, Hospitaller Grand Hospitaller is another um, secret society. Just so you're not confused. Um, and they he he wrote those two. Grandmasters to discuss the possibility of merging the two orders. Neither was up with the idea, but Pope Clement persisted that in thirteen and in thirteen oh six he invited both masters, grandmasters, excuse me, to discuss the matter. Excuse me, y'all, give me one second. I have to text back my husband. Um, uh, to discuss the matter, excuse me, Demolay arrived first in early 1307, but De Valera was delayed for seven months. While waiting, Demolay and Clement discussed criminal charges that had been made two years earlier by an outs, um, Templar member and had been accused of, oh, excuse me that were outs by a former Templar member and had been discussed by King Philip IV of France and his ministers. It was allegedly, it was generally agreed that the charges were false, but Clement sent the king a written request for assistance in the investigation. According to some historians, King Philip, who was already deeply in debt to the Templars from his war against England, decided to seize upon the rumors for his own purposes. He began pressuring the church to take action against the order as a way of freeing himself from his debts. So essentially, they made it seem like 
in history and he probably did had a large debt towards the Templars um, and he didn't want to pay it so instead of paying it he accused them of worshipping the Baphomet and they they most likely were worshipping the Baphomet but what makes it disingenuous for King Philip is there's no way you're king and you didn't know that this was happening you know just like the Pope there's no way you could be Pope and you not know this is happening and you know I know I understand uh, occultism wasn't as big in in the 1300s but when you're in the elite and you have other elitists doing this occultic stuff and you can you can you can see that it's occultic but you're going to kill them because they're doing occult stuff it just doesn't make sense um so to keep reading at the dawn of 13 uh Friday 13 1305 8 and then and then you also have like deflection like you're you're blaming it on the king instead of blaming it on what actually happened um in those allegations and the the, game, the claims made were that during uh nights during the Knights Templar's admission ceremonies recruits recruits were forced to spit on the cross deny Christ and engage in indecent kissing of brethren um engage in indecent indecent kissing excuse me brethren were also accused of worshiping idols and the order was said to have encouraged homosexual practices these allegations though were highly politicized um without any real evidence still the templars were charged with numerous and other offenses such as financial corruption, fraud, and secrecy. Now, you see, every time a witch or a wizard does something, it's always no proof. Just like the the crucible. You know what I'm saying? All these women have the same demonic type of occultic actions. And the people who won history, clearly the occultists, are telling you that it's not really evil. It wasn't really what they thought. But we know as Christians that this is the rituals you have to partake. These are the type of rituals, excuse me, you have to partake in to gain worldly power. You have to do homosexual activities. You have to do things like the spit on the cross because it shows your allegiance to Satan. Like I said in a a former podcast, you cannot want the world's riches and not know the God of this world. You know what I'm saying? And the Friday the 13th slogan comes from this because now occultists see Friday the 13th as the most unlucky number because their top occultist was killed on this day. Uh, killed on this day. And now occultists see it as this evil type of number. When in actuality, all of it is evil, not just the number. You see my point? Now, I wanted to bring up Jacques de Molay um, and how he was killed. Him and all of his uh, Templars, I don't know if it was all or some, but majority of the Templars um, were burnt at the stake like witches. And I think that's important because when you, how can I put this? When you, um, when you read the Bible, it says suffer a witch not to live. And I just think that if you look at how like traditions were back then, they were much more Christian than they are now you can't even pick on a witch now without them crying um but i want to speak on the knights templars knights templars legacy because if you don't know the knights templars um 
not only had a big hand in Assassin's Creed, they also had a big hand in Disney. Now, I know you're thinking, how? how? That, that's 13, 7, 1307 to 1900. How could they have, you know, and I'll tell you how. The Knights Templars have not only influenced Disney, they have influenced The Da Vinci Code, The Natural Treasure, these type of movies, The Last Templar, that movie, Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. <laughs> Get it? The Last Crusade. They were in the Crusades, the war. These movies know history <laughs> better than a lot of people. Um, Nightfall, K-N-I-G-H, Fall, Night, the Knights Fall, as well as um, video games such as Broken Sword, uh, Duas Ex Machina, Assassin's Creed, and uh, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno is a very occultic uh, story in itself, speaking on the layers of hell. I don't know why people would want to know. I, I mean, I, I wanted to know because I'm curious and I'd like to um, not be dumb, not, be, you know, be educated, but I did, it's not something I studied religiously. It's just something I looked at, kept it moving. Um, and even the Holy Grail and that type of association is occultic, and it, it that's where this comes from. Now, if we go to Demolay, um, International, even, we can see that Demolay International is a group for children. Okay? Demolay is... Uh, and I'll read it right off their website. Demole is developing young men between the ages of 9 to 21 into better leaders of character, teaching young men to serve their lives by seven core principles, providing young men the quality guidance and mentorship, allowing young men to control and shape their Demole destiny. Now, I, I, can, I can assure you that none of these boys, or if they do, they don't understand that these things are evil. You know what I'm saying? They probably don't understand how evil these things are, but they're in a in a society, they're in a group, so they're cool. And I, I, I just want you all to realize that history goes so much deeper than just the surface. Demole International, a, a very popular member of that organization was Walt Disney. The same Walt Disney that brought you Mickey Mouse and, and Cinderella and Snow White. Disney understood that Jacques de Molay's occultism is how you gain the world. And he used that same occultism to build an empire of Disney World or Disney. So, not only- I apologize for the break in uh, quality, y'all. I came to my car and had to finish my podcast, but... Um, I want to say, not only did Disney um, teach children these occultic things, Disney also made it look cute and fun and popular. Disney essentially made the modern-day liberal woman, and along with many other agendas, but they made the liberal woman, and I had a former podcast on how Disney made makes women more promiscuous and liberal um, at a young age. I had a video on that, and I just want to uh, get on a point to where yes they do make them more interested in makeup and appearance when you look at all the disney princesses none of them look like children you know what i'm saying they all look like teenagers or young adults or you know grown women because that's what they embody that's what 
occultists and Freemasons and even pedophiles want young girls to look like. They want them to have makeup on and, 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 and bustiers and stuff like that because you have to realize that pedophilia is a type of ritual magic. When you when Aleister Crawley wrote the book on um, ritual magic, there's literally a section where it talks about molesting young boys um, who are virgins, pure blonde boys who are virgins. So you have to look at these things esoterically, like bigger than what they are. Disney did not, Disney did not make his his empire based off of children naming it after this freemasonic group and man for fun he did it out of symbolism he did it out of um veneration he did it out of respect for this evil person now you see how in biblical senses we have like moses and joseph they have jacques de molay alistair crawley um you know king arthur other occultists just like we have our own you know biblical patriarchs they also have them and so i just want to discuss the knights templar friday the 13th and that whole thing there and the crusades the crusades was a joke honestly um it was just giving the catholic church more control of holy land and i think that's evil but you know that's just me um what i wanted you all to get from out of this is that disney is affiliated with a lot of people and so is Jacques de Molay and I, I could probably do a whole nother podcast on affiliations through Disney <laughs> with the CIA <laughs> you know what I'm saying Disney and the CIA were were finger tied I was just in, or, in Orlando um what was it two three weeks ago for a family reunion um and I saw how big Disney World's land is like not even just the Disney World Park they have Polynesian centers, they have uh, multicultural centers, music centers, movie centers, resorts, um, you know, Holly, uh, Holly, Hawaiian resorts, all type of resorts. And th- these take up like hundreds of thousands of square miles of land. And so what I had to realize is if Disney was this big of a conglomerate, right? How come they don't just buy all of Orlando? And that's when it hit me that they didn't buy anything and the CIA bought them that land but that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day um I did want to just touch base on Jacques de Molay and um let you guys understand that the when you hear about popular things such as tarot cards occultism um uh, the Knights Templar when you hear about these things know that they're from a real historical place when I watch Assassin's Creed or excuse me when I played Assassin's Creed just like when I play Red Dead Redemption, I always pick on on historical things. When I when I play Red Dead Redemption, I look at the time period. This is 1890, the late 1800s. And so you have to put that <laughs> you you have to realize that a lot of these gamers and a lot of these movie directors, they do more research on history than history students do. So, when you watch movies a lot of the time and in, in games, a lot of the stuff that they have in it is the Freemasonic side of history. You know what I'm saying? But you can always piece it together. So I'm not I'm not going to uh delay any longer in getting you guys to go. It's been fifty minutes uh twenty minutes now. I had a one part and here's my two part. So I just want to say that to keep you aware of these things. Um 
And just a, a P.S. Because it's been bothering me for weeks. The movie Encanto. I think I discussed this also. The movie Encanto is literally Spanish for enchanted or um, like magic, enchantment. You know what I'm saying? If you chant something, like there's this popular thing on Instagram where they just keep repeating the name Jesus or Kanye just keep repeating the name Donda. In the occult, repetition is magic. Also, when you repeat things and repeat things and repeat things, Alistair Crowley said that is like the highest, you know, form of magic. And you know what's crazy? He's speaking facts because when you look at angel numbers, what are those numbers? Repeated numbers. Him and Helena Wolowski were founders of those numbers. You know what I'm saying? So you have to look deep into how uh, history plays into today. You would have no Disney if it would be, if not had been for Jacques de Molay. So Friday 13th is evil for occultists, but a normal day for Christians. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. This has been what a great rant today, you know, I've had. Um, I hope that you guys appreciate the knowledge I spilled in this. If you didn't know, um, leave a comment or a question. If you did know, please like the podcast thank you all for listening i hope that god blesses you all today and i hope that you all be safe in jesus name i mighty pray uh in jesus mighty name i pray excuse me amen everybody god take care of all of you and your families bye-bye